Hey, Bob here, and welcome back to the Your Virtual Upline Podcast, where we give network marketers the mindset, strategies, and skills that you need to build the business and life of your dreams. Hey, Bob here. Welcome back to the show, episode 240. Today, I am going to be sharing with you a a remake, let's call it, an updated version of one of my favorite trainings that I've ever done in my career. It's called The Four Mental Enemies of Success. And I'm going to be sharing with you actually a really cool story. This training holds a very special place in my heart, and I'm going to explain to you why. But I promise you, this is going to be an incredibly powerful wake-up call for a lot of you that have been struggling in your business. So I can't wait to share it with you. Before I get into the training, though, I do have a big announcement. Like I promised you on the last week's episode, we've got another in our series of free trainings that we've been doing this year happening in um, just a few days. But this one is going to be so good. So up until this point, if you've been following us and participating in our trainings, we've been going really heavy on the mindset side of things. And we've done lots of really amazing stuff, but I felt like it was time for us to switch gears a little bit. And I wanted to start digging into more of the strategy. So over the next couple of months, we're going to be rolling out some of what I believe to be the best free strategy trainings that we've ever done when it comes to building your team, starting with this month. And it's going to be happening in literally just over a week. The training is uh, taking place here. Let me make sure I get my dates right. On Thursday, June 24th at 8 p.m., we'll have the link for you to register in the show notes. I'll give it to you in a second. But here's the title of the training. Tell me if this one doesn't create some curiosity for you. The title of the training is The One Page Training Document That Grows Your Team Without Draining Your Time and Energy. The one-page training document that will change everything for you in your business. We're going to be talking about onboarding, but we're going to be doing more than just talking about onboarding because we've done trainings on onboarding in the past. I'm going to be getting super specific, and we're going to pull back the curtains a little bit. Onboarding is one of the main things we teach inside of our Legacy Leadership Academy, but I'm going to literally break down for you how to take your entire onboarding system and how to simplify it and boil it down to a one-page document, front and back, that will literally revolutionize your business. Because my argument is this, the number one problem most of you have is you're making your training way too complicated. And inside of our program, we teach people how to create a document that literally creates duplication and helps you grow your team in a way that you never could even begin to imagine. And I'm going to do a free training on, on the elements of that document. And this is going to be so important for any of you that are struggling building your team. You're, if you're struggling helping the people you recruit see success, this is going to be such a light bulb moment. I've never taught this publicly before. I can't wait to share it with you. So here's all you have to do to go to register. Go to yourvirtualupline.com forward slash onboarding success. Yourvirtualupline.com forward slash onboarding success. We'll put that link in the show notes. Get yourself registered. I'm telling you, you do not want to miss this one. We are going to be going deep 
into systems and strategy, but really being specific. And you're going to leave this training with a very clear blueprint of how you can start to simplify your onboarding training so that you can help people get better results. So can't wait to share that with you. All right, let's move into the training today. So today I'm going to be teaching you a training that I created called the Four Mental Enemies of Success. And this training holds a special place in my heart. Here's the reason why. It is literally the first training that I ever did as your virtual upline. I'm using my air quotes there. All the way back in about October of 2015, when I first was kind of coming to terms with like, maybe I should try to make some money with this whole, like I was just showing up doing videos every day on Periscope and had no idea like where this thing was going to go. Really was like struggling with my own belief, whether I could even make money with it. And I got to a point where I'm like, all right, if I'm going to do this, I need to go all in. So going all in for me was I started a website. I had no idea how to do that. Had to find somebody. That was a nightmare just getting that straight. But what I saw everybody doing is they're like, all right, so the thing you do is you come up with like something you give people for free and they give you their email. And you know, you know the deal. We've all done that before. But I was like, what am I going to do? Like, I have no idea what I want to teach. And so this is what I did. I literally, I can remember like it was yesterday. I sat down in my little one-bedroom apartment at my kitchen table with my laptop and a $10 microphone that I got on Amazon recording myself into GarageBand. So the first thing I was like, I don't even know, like, how do you record yourself on a computer? I don't know how to do that. So it took me about a couple of hours to figure that out. And I just sat there with a script and I, you know, kind of the, uh, the, the, the same script I have in front of me right now. This is an updated version, but I sat there with a script and I remember having this thought right before I recorded it. I'm like, what? am I doing right now? Like, what, what am I about to do? Like, I'm about to record a training that I literally don't even know if anybody will ever listen to. Who am I to think I can even do this? But I remember I sat down and I did it. And then after I recorded it, then I was like, okay, so how do I get it from my computer onto a website? And then it took me the next couple of days to figure that out. But this was the main thing on my website for my entire first year of trying to do this as a business. And maybe some of you that are OG followers, you might say, yes, I have that training. Well, here's what I did. I revisited it and I put a love, serve, grow spin on it. So I've updated it. But for those of you that are newer listeners and maybe you haven't heard it before, you you are going to love this because here's what it's going to do is it's really going to help you with your expectations in terms of what it takes to build a business and to grow a team. What I'm going to tell you is this. Every single leader in this profession has had to deal with at least one of these four mental enemies of success almost every single day. See, the problem that most people have in this profession is they don't have the proper expectations. We come up against these obstacles every day. We don't know that they're normal. We don't include them as a part of the process, and that's why we struggle. So the first thing I want to kind of point I want to make here is this, before I get into each of the four. I want you to realize that opportunity is a two-sided coin. On one side is everything you want. And on the other side is everything that you're not going to want to do to get what you want. Those two things will always be in proportion. See, many of you have some pretty big goals and dreams in your business. I know that. I hear it from you. I see it. 
See, but the problem you have is you're only looking at one side of the coin. See, on the other side are all the things you're going to not want to do, all the fear that you're going to have to face, the self-doubt, all the action you're going to have to take, all the rejection, all the adversity, all the people quitting, all the people saying no. See, you haven't learned how to include that as a part of the process. This training today is going to be a huge step in that direction of helping you finally realize all these things that you've been going through are normal. And if we understand that they're there and we understand that they're normal, it'll help reduce the power that they have over you. That's why I think this training is going to be so important. But here I sit today, it's really kind of cool, five years later after I recorded, you know, almost six years later after I recorded this initial training, it's just crazy to think about how far things have come, how much my life has changed, right? And so I share that with you because I want you to think about where your business and your life can be in the next five years. And know that many of you, as you hear me teaching this to you, are just like I was when I sat at my kitchen table five, six years ago with nothing more than a dream of something better for my life. But if I'm honest, really lacking the belief whether I could even do it, having that same imposter syndrome that you do, I want you to understand that if you can just embrace the things I'm about to share with you, you'll be astounded at what your life can look like. So let's go ahead and let's get into it here. So mental enemy of success number one, and this should be no surprise to any of you, is rejection. More people will tell you no than yes. This should not be a newsflash to any of you. But here's the thing. Rejection is the toughest one to handle because in a business like this, it comes from people that we know. Look, I remember when I first joined my, my first network marketing business, I thought I would be okay with rejection because I, was, I spent my entire life in sales. But what I found out is this is different. And the problem that we have is when it comes to sharing our products and our business with family and friends, we have expectations tied to what we think people should say and what they should do. See, in my sales career, it didn't bother me when somebody told me no. It didn't bother me when I had a door slammed on my face because at the end of the day, I didn't know that person and I didn't have an expectation tied towards them buying. But when it comes to our close family and friends, we expect them to buy. We expect they should support our business. We expect they should be there for us. And when they're not, it can be deadly to your success. So when we talk about rejection, here's the thing that we have to really include as a part of this that you're going to run into negative people. You're going to have people that you love and that you trust that are just downright negative to your business. And the thing that I'll tell you is this. Sometimes it's really easy to have those people get in our head and derail us from our bigger purpose, from our dreams and, the, and improving our life. And what I want to warn you is this. Be very careful about who you take advice from. Because if you buy someone's opinion of your business, you are also buying their lifestyle. What I've come to learn is this. You're going to have lots of very well-intentioned people that think they are helping you, but they just don't understand what you're doing. Look, I had people close to me, even you know my parents and some of my best friends that were like, man, what are you doing? You're wasting your time. You're working so hard and you're barely making any money. You could go get a good job. You could make more money elsewhere. These were people that thought they were helping me, but they didn't know what I knew. 
They had an employee mindset. They worked jobs their entire life. They didn't understand how entrepreneurship worked. They didn't understand the business model that I was a part of. But it was very easy for me to listen to them, to accept their opinions. But what I had to realize is that they can only teach you to do what they've done. Look, my parents, I love them to death. you know, And I take advice from them in many areas of life, but I don't take advice from them when it comes to building a business because they've never done it before. So be very careful who you listen to. Be careful whose opinions you buy as your reality and realize that this is a part of the deal. See, you think once you make a lot of money, you won't have anybody negative to what you do and you're sorely mistaken. There will always be people that will be negative and against what you do. This, by the way, is why it's so rewarding to do what we do. If everybody got it, it would not pay nearly as much. That's literally the definition of opportunity. So my advice to you is this. When it comes to rejection, you've got to learn to gut it out. You've got to make no your vitamin. You got to fail your way to success every single day. Look, every day you're going to deal with people that want to knock you down. People that don't have dreams that are going to want to try to steal yours. And I get it. I know it's hard when there are people that you truly care about and you want to help them. But can I tell you something that I've learned about in this business? Most people in this world today will not participate in their own rescue. Think about that for a second. Most people won't participate in their own rescue. See, all you're doing is this. You're you're saying to them, look, I've got a vehicle that will allow you to create your own future. I've got a product and service that everybody needs and uses. We have training and coaching where you can be in business for yourself, but not by yourself. And we have a leadership of people that have proven it's possible that you can live your dreams. And they're they're in front of you. They're drowning. They're telling you they're drowning. They're telling you they're not happy. They're complaining every day. And all you're saying is, here's an opportunity. Here's a life raft. Look, can I tell you this? Don't take it personally when they say no. They're not saying no to you. They are saying no to themselves. They are saying no to living a bigger life. They're saying no to what's going on in their head because they suffer from possibility blindness. See, most people just can't see themselves doing better. They don't believe it's possible. They don't think they have inside of them what it takes, but I'm telling you, you are different. You see some things that they can't see. Look, when you said yes, to this profession, you said, yes, I want to live a bigger life. You said, yes, I'm tired of playing small. You said yes to providing for yourself and your family. You want to make a difference in this world, right? You're saying yes to your life, yes to your dreams, yes to your future. Never forget that. Don't let someone else's opinion and lack of belief in themselves derail you from what you are on a mission to do. Here's something else important. And I really hope you learn from my mistakes in this area. Don't make people feel bad or even think differently of them because they don't want to join you. See, circumstances change for people. And the next time you approach someone, things might be different from them. Your story might be different. 
Don't see the world from such a place of scarcity to think that you can't be successful just because your family and friends do not want to join your business or buy from you. Look, if you think you're going to build a successful business that gives you freedom just on people you know, you've got some very mismanaged expectations. Now, is it helpful when our family and friends support us? Yes, but that's not going to make or break you unless you let it. And I'll even go one step further. See, because I've come to learn this. People are assignments. They help us grow. See, we have a choice. When we have people in our life that don't want to support us, when we face adversity and challenge, we have a choice. On one side is you can become bitter, and on the other side, you can choose better. I chose better. What's your choice? Are you going to play victim? Woe is me, Bob. My family and friends won't buy my products. Okay. But what about a traditional business owner? Do you think a traditional business owner would close their business because their family and friends don't want to buy from them? No, because here's what they realize. The people they know are only a small fraction of the people that are in the world. And here's the beautiful part about this whole deal. You get that they make new people every day. Like, isn't that so cool? Every day, new people are being made that you could potentially share your products and or business. So let's not get hung up on just a handful of negative people who won't. How do we reduce the effects of rejection? Well, to me, it's really simple. You need to build your belief. See, because when you believe in what you're doing and you believe in yourself inside of your business, the no's and the failures will not hold you back anymore. You'll start looking at failure differently. It's not against you. It's for you. It's actually how you grow and become better. And when we're showing up from that place, we're understanding rejection is part of the deal. We're understanding that negative people are part of the deal. It helps us show up and take more consistent, intentional action. And that's the key to long-term success. So moving right on, let's get to mental enemy of success number two. Deception. Deception. Look, here's the truth. People will lie to you. Your friends and family will lie to you. And this is one of the most frustrating things for new people to deal with, right? Think about it. We give someone a sample of our product. We give them a video to watch about our business and they do nothing about it. But it's even more than they do nothing. They keep telling you they're going to buy, they're going to watch it, and then you chase them for the next two weeks, and then all of a sudden, you can't get a hold of them anymore. They stop returning your text. Look, it happens. It always will happen. You invite people to the meeting. They don't show, like to the point where you literally talk to them. An hour before the meeting's going to start, they're like, yeah, I'm about to get in the car. I'll be there. You stand out front of the hotel in the lobby waiting for them. Meeting time shows up. They're not there. You text them. No response. 10 minutes, 15 minutes into the meeting, you're finally like, "Um, okay, maybe they're not going to show. And then what happens? You can't get a hold of them. Or you do, and they give you some kind of lame excuse as to why they couldn't make it. And you're like, you're lying to me. Well, this is what people do. See, people, there's lots of people out there that would rather just lie to your face than actually have the courage and the backbone to just tell you no. 
but this is what people do. We can no longer let it frustrate us. We can no longer let us disappoint us. Here's the reason why. Because we expect. We expect people should be there. We expect that they should say yes. How about if we just traded our expectations for appreciation? See, I've learned to do this. Appreciate the fact that people lie and people reject me because that's all part of the deal. The more people lie to me, the more they reject me, the more I know I'm heading in the direction that I need to go. We have to start including these as a part of the process. But here's the other part. When it comes to like, let's take the example of somebody not responding back to you, right? They just disappear. Your challenge is this. Stop creating red light stories around when this happens. See, I've learned to do this. I always assume the positive. I always, like, I never say, here's, how about this? Never say to yourselves, they must not be interested. Because unless they actually tell you, I'm not interested, you have no way of knowing. So you saying, well, they must not be interested, that's a red light story. How do you feel when you say they must not be interested? Well, you don't feel very good. And the likelihood of you following back up with them at some point is probably not going to be very high. See, here's what I say. Must not have been the right time. I never say they must not have been interested. In my mind, if I'm going to make up a story, yeah, it just must not have been the right time. See, be intentional about the stories you're creating around this happen, but don't get frustrated. It's a part of the deal. Here's what you need to understand about most people. Most people live their entire lives being volunteer victims. Get this. They work jobs that pay them just enough to keep them from quitting, and they work just hard enough so they don't get fired. So in other words, they go to jobs that they hate and they pray they don't get fired. Look, that's no way to live your life. And that's the reason why you're here, right? You're different. You're not normal. And guess what? You should celebrate that because if that's normal, I don't want to live that kind of life. Look, the reason why I was attracted to this profession is because I wasn't mentally fit to work for someone else the rest of my life. I didn't want someone else to tell me what I was worth and when I could go on vacation and how often I could go to the bathroom every single day. I wanted the freedom to decide that myself. I felt as though God had a bigger purpose for me in my life than going to work every single week and punching a clock and just being excited for Friday afternoon to roll around. You're the same way. But here's the thing. Don't make people feel bad when they lie to you. Right? It's really just them telling you this isn't the right time. I don't see myself doing something like this. I can't get mad at somebody because they don't believe in themselves and they're so afraid to just tell me no, they'd rather just do this. Right? It's part of the game. So include it. Mental enemy of success number three is apathy. So let me share the definition of apathy with you. Apathy is a lack of interest enthusiasm, or concern. Now, this one is going to be a wake-up call for many of you. Look, my first five years, get this, my first five years in this profession, I personally recruited over 400 people. Now, I couldn't even begin to tell you how many people I had to talk to to get to that number. And get this, out of the 400, only about 100 of them ever did anything. That means like a single customer. So let me say that another way to you. 
I prospected, recruited, trained 300 people that never even got a single customer. As a matter of fact, I would easily say about 25% of them, I never heard from again after the first week. Do you understand how maddening and frustrating it was for me before I understood this? Every single person I signed up, I spent time and energy doing all these things. I was genuinely excited thinking this was going to be the person. This was the one that was going to turn things around. I mean, a very large portion of them, my training was literally the last time I spoke to them. I can almost promise you this. I can almost guarantee that almost every leader in your company, top leader at the highest rank, they've probably personally recruited and sponsored at least 100 people, maybe even more, but around that. That's most people. There's always exceptions to the rule, but here's the deal. You've recruited 15 and you're complaining about it not working. So let's get a little bit realistic in our expectations. Look, your job is very simple. You don't have the people on your team you want. Stop trying to motivate them. Stop trying to drag them across the finish line. It's not your job to make people successful. It's your job to go out and find the ones that want it, that are willing to run the race. See, the thing is this. Why do 300 people sign up and do nothing? Why did the 15 people that you signed up do nothing? Well, it's just the way that it is. It's just the way that it is. See, the thing is this. You present the opportunity to someone and you sign people up and they say, yes, you know, I can do that. And they have personality and they need it, but they don't show up. And then what winds up happening? You wind up being a babysitter. You're their counselor. You're their psychologist. You're their minister. They challenge you and you wind up carrying them on your back dragging them down. And look, you can carry one or two people, but you try to carry more than that. Guess what? You ain't going anywhere. They're weighing you down. They're keeping you from making progress to your dreams. What's so interesting to me is this. It's interesting when you talk to people about securing their future and you can't even help them to become actively engaged in their own life. See, I found this to be true. It's so much easier to complain to come up with excuses, to find reasons why you can't do it. And isn't that what most people do, right? Look, anyone can complain. If you do what's easy, that's complaining. If you do what's easy, though, your life will be hard. I learned that from Les Brown. I first heard him say that. I was like, yes, you do what's easy, your life will be hard. But what I also learned from Les Brown was this. If you do what's hard, your life will be easy. See, if you do what's easy, you'll complain about your situations and circumstances. If you do what's easy, you'll stand around like a volunteer victim, just like everyone else. If you do what's easy, you will surrender and give up on your dreams, become depressed, bitter, and angry. Anybody can do that. If you do what's easy, your life will be hard. And listen, there are so many examples of people that are struggling in their lives. And I know you know some of them. And you want to help them, but you have to understand it's up to them. It's not up to you. You can't make someone something they're not. See, but the other side of it is this. If you do what is hard, and that means coming back again and again and again, understanding you are going to fail your way to success. You are going to recruit people that look promising, and they're going to disappoint you. 
There are going to be people in your life that should be there to encourage you, to support you, and they're not. And they're going to, as a matter of fact, they're not only going to not encourage you, they're going to be the number one cheerleaders in your dis encouragement club. Look, there are going to be people in your life that will be more happy with your failure than they are your success. And you want to know why? Because they're threatened by you. You stepping out and trying to build a business and say, I want to make my life better is a painful reminder that they don't have the courage or belief to even try. And it's easier for those kinds of people to want to knock you down. But my point is this, before things are going to get better for you, they're going to get worse. See, when you have a dream, you will face the fiery furnaces of this world. You will, not if, it will happen to you. So don't complain because it's hard. So what can we do to minimize this in our business? Well, to me, it's all about leadership. The one and only thing in this business that you can really do to minimize the effects of apathy from the people that you recruit is influence, right? Leadership is influence. And that means that you can get people to do things that they normally would not have done if you weren't there. This is the reason why the first 72 hours is life or death for most people in this business. You have to start looking at your recruits like they are a newborn baby. You got to teach them how to walk, how to eat, everything. Look, my goal, what I eventually learned was my goal with a new person is I have to move heaven and earth to get them some kind of result within their first couple of days of getting started. And a lot of times you're the one that creates that. You get them to make the calls. You get them to reach out to family and friends when they wouldn't have done it on their own. See, the mentality that we try to instill in our students when it comes to this topic of onboarding and training is you need to treat every new person like they're your next top earner, but work with them with a sense of urgency as if they're going to quit tomorrow. And I know that's frustrating when people quit, when they give up, when they don't even try. Why does that happen so much? Well, we've already talked about it. The biggest reason is people lack belief in themselves, right? They don't even try because they fundamentally don't think they have what they need inside of them to make it work. So why bother? And it's even more frustrating when you have somebody that's saying the right things. I, you know, I'm so frustrated in my job. I'm not making enough money. I want things to change. Look, everybody wants to change. But very few people are actually willing to change. See, change is not easy. Change is painful. Change is scary. Change is uncertain. And the thing is, this business that you're in, It starts out as a personal development program with a compensation plan, right? It's like the minute we plant our flag in the ground, we say, I want to build a business. I want to do something better with my life. It's almost like God tests us to say, okay, so let's see how serious you are about it. And it's like a light gets shined down on all of the things inside of us that we don't like about ourselves all of our self-doubt, all of our insecurity, all of our fear, our red light stories. And we either have to face them with courage and do the hard work to change and the hard work on ourselves, or we're not willing to do that. And the bottom line is this, most people are not willing to do the hard work to change. But once again, that's not you. All you have to do is be willing to follow the steps to work on becoming better every single day. And you're already ahead of 99% of other people in this world. But apathy, 
will always be there. You can literally do everything that I've just taught you completely by the textbook, right? And this will still happen. So include it. Now, the fourth and the final mental enemy of success is attrition. So attrition is the action or process of gradually reducing the strength or effectiveness of someone or something through sustained attack or pressure. So what is the sustained attack or pressure? Well, it's everything I'm sharing with you. It's the four mental enemies. See, when we talk about attrition, have you ever recruited someone who said something like this to you? You sign them up and they say, oh my God, you have no idea who you just recruited. Like you don't know, right? They see the top rank and they say, okay, national director, you have any of those yet? And you're like, no. And they're like, you just recruited your first. And you're like, you want to try to play it calm. You got a calm face, but inside you're like, yes, like I've been waiting for you. And they talk a good game and then they leave the meeting and you never hear from them again. Have you ever had something like that happen to you? Right? Look, I'm telling you this. I've never had a top leader in my business tell me what they were going to do before they did it. So the minute you start hearing that, that should be your first warning sign like, okay, let me manage my expectations here. Or how about this one? How about the person that gets their 10 customers in their first week and they get a really good first check and you know they just got the check and you're like, oh yeah, now we're really ready to get this thing going. And then you never hear from them again. Or how about this one? This one I get a kick out of, okay? To me, this was literally the most hilarious thing is have you ever had someone on your team that signed up and literally did nothing, okay? Did nothing. Call you up or reach out to you and tell you that they're quitting, right? You literally did nothing, but they want to make sure they say, hey, you know, hey, Bob, I just want to let you know I'm not going to be pursuing this as a business anymore. And in the back of my mind, I'm thinking, really, dude? Like, first off, don't you have to start something in order to quit it? Like you never even got started. You spent the last 30 days being a secret agent of the company. You were in it. You showed up to a couple trainings, but God forbid you actually let anybody know, right? You can't quit something you never started, but people are just so funny. Look, I've even had top leaders in my organization making thousands of dollars a month disappear overnight. Like I'm talking about network marketing, witness protection program abducted by aliens. I had a guy, Mike, in one of my businesses, one of my best leaders, like every week was there helping me set up for the meeting, take it down, like textbook, three-way call. I mean, this guy was so strong. And I was like, man, I wish I had a couple more mics that one day he just didn't show up. And I tried reaching out to him and I didn't hear back. And I was genuinely concerned. I was like, like maybe something happened to Mike. And he lived in my local area and I ran into his daughter one time and I said, hey, is your dad okay? And she was like, yeah, he's fine. And I go, oh, I've been trying to get a hold of him for the last three months. And she's like, yeah, he's fine. And and I was just like, and look, I did what most of you would do. I created such a red light story around that. What did I do wrong? I must have failed him. Look, at the end of the day, it happens. People leave, they come, they go. It Most of the time, it has nothing to do with you. And the thing is this, when it happens, it becomes discouraging because we create this red light story like we've got to start over again. Let me help you get really clear on something. 
you're never starting over. You build a business like this in waves, and every wave is higher than the last one. It's plateaus. Look, even if you could make the argument, but Bob, my whole team quit. I don't have a single dollar in volume. Every single customer returned the product. Okay, you're still not starting over. You want to know why you're not starting over? Because you're different. You've grown. You'll be able to go create what you did the first time in a fraction of the time because you're better. But why does this happen? Why does attrition happen? Why do people quit? Well, I believe it's because a lot of people never really develop a compelling reason why they're doing this. They just don't have a dream or a positive vision for their life. They don't have the underlying foundation to believe that they can do something different or better, right? And here's the thing. People without a strong why or belief, they're on board as long as things are going well. But the moment they hit a rough patch in their business, poof, they're gone. See, I've learned this. This business is just hard enough to weed out the ones that don't really want it. And it's like I said earlier, if it were easy, And if everybody could do it, it wouldn't be nearly as financially rewarding and fulfilling to us. It's only fulfilling and rewarding because it's a challenge. But can we do anything to minimize this? How do we minimize attrition? Well, the first thing is this. We have to realize that the business we're in, it starts out as a numbers game, but it eventually evolves into a business of relationships. So as a leader, we have to work hard to serve people, to put their needs before our own, to build strong relationships with them and help people build belief in themselves. See, because if you can help someone build their belief, right, their I quit level will be increased. It'll take a lot to get them to quit. So how do we build belief in people? Well, it starts with you. You've heard me talk about this so much. You can't give the gift of belief to someone else until you've first given it to yourself. That's the number one thing people on your team need from you. They need you to show up as your best self so you can lead them. And that starts with belief. So build your own belief, right? This is what we talk about when we say lead with love. Have your core story not limit you anymore. But then also realize that there's things you can do tactically to help build belief. Get people involved in what you do. Get them plugged into the calls, to the groups, to the live events. It's positive association, right? Belief is transferred like osmosis, right? The more time they spend around other people that believe, it will start to get them to believe more in themselves. And it could also just be as simple as this. Tell your people that you believe in them. Look, there are no more powerful words that you can say to a new person than I believe in you. Because you tell someone that enough and they'll start believing it in themselves. Most people don't get that from anywhere else. I can remember my first mentor, he always used to say that to me, Bob, I believe in you. And and I would just think he was, I thought he was crazy in the beginning because I'm like, "I, I just don't see it. I'm afraid of public speaking. I'm shy. I can't even get in front of the room. I hate prospecting. Like, I, I just don't see it. But he kept saying it. And eventually I was like, all right, maybe there's something behind this because he wouldn't be spending all this time with me and telling me this if he didn't really believe it. And if he believes it, maybe I'm not seeing something. And I started to change the way that I saw myself. And here's what I want you to realize. Whoever introduced you to your company, they saw something in you 
Whoever asked you to be a part of their team, they saw greatness in you. So you need to make it a goal every day to be that person to someone else. So here's what I want to share with you in closing. It's the understanding that it's never going to happen on your time frame. It's going to feel like it's taking forever. There are going to be months and weeks, and for some of you, even years, where it feels like nothing is happening. But here's what's so funny. Once we get there to whatever that goal or destination that you have, once you reach that position that you've been shooting for, you're going to look back at your journey, and it's going to feel like it happened almost overnight. See, think about this. What were you doing two to three years ago? Doesn't it seem like it was just yesterday? See, that's the question is this. Two to three years from now, you're going to look back at today and feel the same way. The question is, what are you going to do over the next two to three years? Because a big part of you transforming your life and creating what you want is learning how to include the four things that I've shared with you in this training right now. See, the truth of it is this. Some of you are not the person you need to be right now to be a top earner in your company. I know I wasn't when I first started. But the thing is this, what you need is inside of you. You have something special inside of you. And I know I don't know all of you, but I know this about you because you're listening to this today. You have greatness inside of you. You have a seed for potential for something so much bigger than you could ever imagine. And just the fact that you showed up today, the fact that you said yes to this opportunity, the fact that you've taken the time to listen to the podcast says so much about you. You are uncommon. You have an uncommon desire to live your dream and control your own destiny. And even though I'll tell you it's not going to be easy, I will tell you it is worth it. It is absolutely worth it. You ask anybody who's built this the right way, that has achieved this thing that we call total freedom, not just financial success, but time freedom and the peace of mind to truly feel like their most authentic self in their business, it is worth it. My only question is this, will you stick with it long enough to get there? And will you be doing, will you be willing to do the hard work to change? Because in the final analysis, success really proves to be a matter of people that just hung on long after those who didn't have as big of a dream or belief in themselves as quit. And I don't want that to be you. And it's not going to be you if you continue to listen to this podcast. So that, my friends, is the four mental enemies of success. And it's so, it's so weird because I'm literally flashing back. As I was giving you that training, I'm flashing back to me sitting at my kitchen table, finishing, just as I am done now recording, I remember finishing that recording. And although I felt like a sense of excitement that it was done, I felt this really intense uncertainty and fear because I just didn't know what lie ahead of me. And I get it. It's scary for you. It's overwhelming sometimes when you think about how far you need to go or you want to go to reach those goals. And I'll tell you this, if I would have thought about every single thing that I would have needed to do over the last five years to get to where I am today, I would have been overwhelmed as well. And there's a good chance I may not even have posted this audio on my website. I may not even have started, but you know what I did? I just focused on the next step. I posted the audio training and I did it. And I had no idea what was gonna happen, but here's what I had. I had the faith to take that step. 
And that's what I want to instill in you, the faith and the courage to take that next step in your journey because purpose comes from progress, right? I only got the vision of my life because I was always willing to take the next step with faith. And that's what I want you to do. So thank you so much, everybody, for being here. I genuinely hope that you really got a lot of value out of this training. I do want to remind you one final time, get yourself registered for the free training yourvirtualupline.com forward slash onboarding success. I'm going to be sharing with you the one page training document that will grow your team without draining your time or energy. This is going to be life-changing for you. So get yourself registered, share it with your team. You're not going to want to miss this one. So thanks for being here, everybody. I love and appreciate all of you. I'll see you soon on the next show.